For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Maryland and D.C., the polls are just about to close in Virginia. WTOP is your election source with continuing coverage here and on WTOP.com. On Wall Street today, the Dow picked up 334. The Nasdaq was up 52. WTOP at 7 o'clock. Midterm election day. This is democracy online. Everybody needs to vote. Neck and neck races expected in several states. Go out and vote for Herschel Walker. I know the people of Georgia are going to get this right. In exit polling. Inflation, the top issue. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. It's 7 p.m. on the East Coast and polls have closed in six states. Georgia, Indiana, Kentucky, South Carolina, Vermont and Virginia. CBS News characterizes the House as leaning Republican. Control of Congress is at stake as voters head to the polls this election day. And as CBS's Natalie Brand reports, voters have been showing up in droves. Long lines at polling locations across the country. A sign 2022 could set a record for midterm elections turnout. We have a lot of problems right now in the, in, the, in the country right now, so it's very important to vote. Bag of Doritos, $5, uh, let's say $5 a gallon of diesel, $5, $4 for a gallon of gas. Inflation and the economy top of mind for voters nationwide. And in the key states, that could determine the balance of power in Congress. There's a tight Senate race in at least four states. One is a Southern showdown. I'm Jim Crisula in Atlanta. The high-profile race between incumbent Democratic U.S. Senator Raphael Warnock and Republican challenger Herschel Walker is thought to be so close. There's already talk of the possibility of a December 6th runoff election. Warnock has told voters Walker is unfit for Capitol Hill. Walker has cast Warnock as a rubber stamp for President Joe Biden and Democrats. Gubernatorial candidates in Arizona were making a last-minute pitch for a push, that is, for votes. Democrat Katie Hobbs. Every single eligible voter can be confident that their vote is going to be is going to count. We're going to fix it. We're going to win. That was Republican Arizona gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake. Across the country, voters aren't just choosing candidates, but also deciding issues on the ballot like drugs, gun rights, and abortion. More from CBS's Matt Piper. Colorado was one of the first states to legalize marijuana for recreational use. Today, they're voting on whether to decriminalize psychedelic mushrooms. In Iowa, an initiative puts forward enshrining gun rights in an amendment to the state constitution. Voters in Louisiana and Ohio are deciding whether to prohibit non-citizens from voting in local elections. In Connecticut, they're voting to possibly allow early voting. Several states also have measures that will either protect or prohibit abortion access. CBS pollster Monica McDermott says voters are down on the economy. 75% say it is not good or poor, which is up 25 points since 2020. Live coverage of election results are on CBS News tonight. Now this. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. 
It is 7.03 here on election night 2022 on WTOP. I'm Dimitri Sotis. And I'm Michelle Bash. Welcome to our special coverage of what may be the most consequential midterm election night in generations. We are following results and issues from across Maryland, Virginia, and D.C., along with the all-important balance of power in Congress. And as the night rolls on, issues from our region all the way across the country to California and Oregon. Let's set the table now, live from the election desk and WTOP's Nick Ionelli. Michelle, the polls are closed in Virginia now, and we're going to be watching results as they come in all night long. At the top of the list that we're watching, congressional races in Virginia. It's the second congressional district in the Virginia Beach area. This is one of the closest races in the nation between Democratic Congresswoman Elaine Luria and Republican Jen Kiggins. It's a district that became less favorable to Democrats during redistricting last year. Stephen Farnsworth is a political science professor with the University of Mary Washington. By including more Republican-leaning areas in this second district as redrawn after the 2020 census, it's created a more appealing opportunity for Republicans to uh, to contest the district. We're watching a couple of other competitive U.S. House races in Virginia, too. Virginia's 10th district is considered to be competitive in Loudoun County and parts of Fairfax and Prince William counties. Democratic Congresswoman Jennifer Wexton is facing Republican hung cow there. Virginia's District 7, which includes a section of Prince William County, also Stafford, Spotsylvania, and Culpeper counties, Democratic Congresswoman Abigail Spanberger is facing a tough challenge from Republican Yesley Vega. Live at the election desk, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. This is a marquee congressional race for our region and the country. Virginia Democratic incumbent Abigail Spanberger challenged by Republican Yesley Vega in the 7th District. WTOP's Kyle Cooper is at Spanberger headquarters tonight in Fredericksburg. Yeah, Dimitri, one of the things that makes this really unique and different for Abigail Spanberger is though, even though she is the incumbent, it doesn't feel like that to her in many ways because her district was redrawn so much, she's had to reintroduce herself to voters. She basically was representing kind of the Henrico and Richmond area. Now it's more Northern Virginia. So she kind of had to start over, even though she's the incumbent. Also, this has been a very expensive race. Millions have been spent on just TV advertising alone and, of course, other things. And it's a little bit of a strange race because you've got some Republicans um, that have endorsed Spanberger, even though she's the Democrat. Um, Very strange. We will see what happens throughout the evening. Um, She is gathering here with her supporters in Fredericksburg in just a little while. In, a, um, in an inn down here. We'll see how that unfolds as we go through the evening. Live in Fredericksburg, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. And now to Woodbridge, where WTOP's Dick Giuliano is covering Leslie Vega's campaign gathering in Woodbridge. Dick? Hey, Michelle. Well, it's starting to get a little crowded here at this restaurant on the banks of the Occoquan River. An American flag and red, white, and blue bunting decorate the stage. Plenty of media attention on this closely watched 7th District Congressional race. TV cameras wall-to-wall here awaiting Yesley Vega and uh, waiting to see if she can beat uh, Abigail Spanberger. More than $20 million spent on this race. And, of course, uh, Vega is the Prince William County supervisor from the Coles District. Her campaign strong on law enforcement for this one-time police officer in Alexandria. Manassas Park City and the auxiliary force of the Prince William County Sheriff's Office. 
Reporting live, Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. On we go to D.C. Voters have a lot to consider with races for the city's next mayor, attorney general, and more. Mayor Muriel Bowser aiming to win a third term, which would make her the district's first mayor to win three terms since Marion Barry. Democrat Brian Schwab running uncontested to become the city's second elected attorney general. He'll succeed outgoing AG Carl Racine. Eight candidates, including three sitting council members, vying for a couple of at-large council seats. And the question on whether tipped workers should be paid the same minimum wage as all other workers is on the ballot. A yes vote would gradually increase earnings until it matches the regular minimum wage, which is $15.20 an hour. Polls in the district will close next hour at 8. The same goes for Maryland. Polls just shut down about seven minutes ago in Virginia. WTOP's John Doman has been visiting polling places in Montgomery County, including making chats with Burtonsville voters about what matters. Like a lot of voters, this man was walking into Banneker Middle School in Burtonsville worried about inflation, the economy, and just how are things going in the country these days? Oh, it's not going good. You know, I mean, what can you say? I do see some things that make me worry. But for Lisa Brooks, her focus is on other issues. I'm very, very supportive of women's rights, a woman's right to choose. Um, I'm very supportive of our educational system. While the top issues and concerns may vary for some voters here, you can safely describe a lot of people's feelings using words like... Skeptical and worried would be the best way to say it, yes. At Banneker Middle School in Burtonsville, John Dome in WTOP News. A few more odds and ends here as we're coming in. Some results are coming in from outside the area. Fierce competition for control of Congress underway as polls begin to close in key eastern states, including Virginia and Georgia. Republican Tim Scott projected to win re-election to the U.S. Senate from South Carolina. And one more here, Michelle, before we get to the all-important traffic report. Democrat Peter Welch projected to win election to the U.S. Senate from Vermont. These projections coming from the Associated Press. It's 708. Clock drains. Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Bob Imler. In Maryland on Powder Mill Road westbound, listener found the crash at the ramp to go north on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. The ramp is blocked, so you can't get onto the northbound BW Parkway from Powder Mill. Traffic eastbound does get by. Westbound is getting by however it can. That's before the responders got there. Did have an earlier crash southbound on the BW Parkway after 198. That has been gone for a while. Prince George's County still has a crash on 202 southbound at the Beltway in Landover. You're getting by single file to the right around that crash. And northbound on 301 and Missouri Avenue, still working on an accident there. Meanwhile, traffic is still very slow on the inner loop of the Beltway through Bethesda and Silver Spring. On the outer loop, after 450 in the center of the road, some sort of debris is causing quite a slowdown from Route 50 getting around it. In the district, outbound on the Key Bridge, uh, just before you get to the Virginia shoreline, there was a crash along the left side of the roadway. And in Virginia on 28 northbound, uh, still working on the crash at Sterling Boulevard. That is along the left side of the roadway. Also in Virginia, though, westbound on 66 after 29 Centerville. The crash remains, and uh, they're trying to get everything out of the roadway, but you're getting by single file under police direction right now on westbound 66. And 123 is still blocked at Kirby Hill Road. It is blocked on the southbound side, which uh, that is from an earlier car fire and a fuel spill. Northbound GW Parkway is consequently slow getting up to the ramp to 123, but you won't be able to go south on 123 there. On 95, northbound did have an incident on the ramp to 123. That was a car fire blocking the ramp to go north on 123 from northbound 95. And otherwise on 95 itself, it's volume delays. 
getting from Lorton over the Occoquan to 123. Whether you're moving down the street, across the country, or around the world, Interstate Moving has been delivering quality moves you can trust for over 75 years. Visit their website at moveinterstate.com. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Ryan Miller. We're clear. We're cold overnight. Lows will be in the 30s when you wake up tomorrow morning. Sunshine tomorrow. Temperatures into the lower 60s. Sunshine Thursday morning with clouds into the afternoon. And temperatures will be a bit milder. We're talking middle, even upper 60s by Thursday. Friday, we're going to have periods of heavy rainfall at times. It will be a windy, gusty day. The rain, though, it looks like it'll taper off here towards the early morning hours on Saturday. But the breezy conditions will continue. Continue into the weekend. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Ryan Miller. Right now, 54 in College Park, 53 in Fairfax, 54 on the National Mall, lows in the 30s across the region. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. The people have spoken. Continuing coverage of the midterm elections from WTOP News. It's so great to have you here at 712. Dimitri Sotis, Michelle Bash, and now our own Mitchell Miller, Capitol Hill correspondent, joining us. Mitch, Virginia could be something of a bellwether for how things go for the two parties in the U.S. House. We are, uh, I don't want to say desperately, but certainly anxiously awaiting those first results from Virginia. What do you know? Well, Virginia is one of the six states where the polls have just closed, and we're watching some of the races that we just touched on with our reporters in the second ra- uh, second district race. Uh, Congresswoman Elaine Luria, the Democrat, is in a tough battle with Republican Jen Kiggins. We're going to be watching that one to see as a signal if the Republicans are going to move very strongly into the evening. And then in the 7th district race between Abigail Spanberger, the Democrat, and Republican Yesley Vega, we talked to Kyle Condict with Sabato's Crystal Ball at UVA, and he noted this could provide a bellwether signal for the rest of the races. I think Spanberger probably has a still has like a slight edge in that race, but I'll tell you what, you know, I think that if Spanberger were to lose, that probably would be indicative of the Republicans having a pretty decent night in the House. One other race that we're looking at in Northern Virginia is the race between Democratic Congresswoman Jennifer Wexton and Republican Hung Kao in the 10th district. That would also signal a bad thing for the Democrats if she were to get in a really tight race. She is favored to win that one. Mitch, a lot of very tight U.S. Senate races. What are you keeping a close eye on as the evening gets underway? Well, Georgia, most of the uh, precincts have just closed. Uh, We're obviously looking at the Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock going up against Republican Herschel Walker. That one is going to be incredibly tight. We're also watching to see if either of the candidates gets over 50 percent, because if they don't, then we go to a runoff, and that has to wait until December 6th. Also, as Dimitri just noted a few minutes ago, in Vermont, Democrat Peter Welch has won the Senate race there. That not unexpected. He's a longtime House lawmaker. And then we'll be looking in the next hour at 8 o'clock when the Pennsylvania polls close. Of course, the big race between Democrat John Fetterman and Republican Dr. Mehmet Oz. And uh, Mitch, let's talk a little bit about the overall situation in the House. It's early. We're still waiting to count the actual ballots and votes. But who's going to control the House here? Well, there's no doubt that the Republicans are going to control the House. It's just a matter of how long it takes before we get to the five seats that they have to win, which will probably come relatively early in the evening. The real question then is going to be, is it going to be a quote unquote red wave or something less than that? But we are looking at the possibility from very various nonpartisan partisan 
uh, observers saying that it could be anywhere from 20 to 25 seats that the Republicans pick up, and some are saying it could be north of 30. So we'll have to see there. As for the Senate, we won't know tonight who is going to be in power in the Senate because these races are just too close, and they actually are going to take days to count in some of those races. WTOP's Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller, a voice you should get used to hearing. He will be with us throughout the night for continuing coverage and analysis here. Just a quick line. Alicia Abelson, our producer tonight, election night producer, asked us to remind you that if you're in line in Virginia, the polls closed 15 minutes ago, you can still vote. That is the law across the DMV. If you are in line by the time the polls close, you can still vote, and we'll keep you updated right here on WTOP. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. And here's Rob Woodfork. All right, Georgetown just over an hour from opening its season at home against the Coppin State team, coming off a blowout loss to Charlotte. The Hoyas, 18-and-a-half-point favorites tonight, which should add to the good vibes Brandon Murray was talking about last month. Everybody wants to win. I feel as though everyone works hard. Everyone just grinds out every single day. So, I mean, if you have a – it's going to it's a domino effect. So if one person works hard, then the next person going to work hard, and the next person going to work hard, and then we all trust each other in the game. And we'll see if that happens at 8.30 when the ball goes up from Capital One Arena. Our own Dave Preston on the way there as we speak. On the college gridiron, Maryland took a beating at Wisconsin, so asking for a bounce back at 15th-ranked Penn State is a tall task, Mike Loxley. An opportunity for us to, again, see where we line up and how we have progressed when it comes to the Big Ten. I got a lot of confidence we'll show up. We'll continue to do the things necessary uh, to prepare to uh, give ourselves a chance to win on Saturday. Sounds a lot like what Ron Rivera said last week about a measuring stick game against the Vikings, which is doubly true uh, Monday nights in Philadelphia. And perhaps Rivera's new bosses getting their ducks in a row, maybe, sort of. TMZ reporting Jeff Bezos and Jay-Z at dinner last night in Los Angeles. Now, Dave Preston is fixated on the menu. This is what caught my eye. Bezos' girlfriend, Lauren Sanchez, posted on social media right before the dinner under the heading, Are You Ready for Some Ellipse? I'm thinking it. And I think that's what everybody is kind of reading into that. Am I right? Absolutely. All right. Well, I I didn't know if she was saying, Are you ready for some bacon-wrapped scallops? (laughs) Which they're probably serving at that. Actually, they, I, I would imagine they have bacon wrap dates, which are delicious <laughs> if you've ever had those. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you this hour on WTOP. Midterm election polls are closed in Virginia, where we have two high-profile congressional races in both the 7th and 2nd congressional districts. May be a history-making night in Maryland as the races for governor and attorney general may lead to an African-American political team, including just the third black governor in our nation. Recreational marijuana also on the ballot in Maryland. Still time to get in line to vote with polls closing at 8 p.m. In D.C., you also have until 8 to line up to vote with a third victory tonight, launching a third term. Mayor Muriel Bowser hopes to lock in a political dynasty in the city. At-large council, council members for some wards and attorney general, delegate to Congress, and school board members all on the ballot in the nation's capital. And we continue to monitor all of our sources here for the, let's say, out-of-the-area results. And Republican Rand Paul has won re-election, projected to do so from the Associated Press for the U.S. Senate seat from Kentucky. Rand Paul winning re-election tonight, according to an Associated Press projection. It's 718. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Bob Imler in our traffic center. On 66, heavy and slow westbound. Getting from Fair Lakes out towards Centerville. The crash after Route 29 now moved to the right shoulder. All travel lanes are now open. And in Woodbridge, 
on 95 northbound on the ramp to go north on 123. Still cleaning up the car fire, but now you get by on the ramp single file to the left. Southbound traffic on 95, that is still heavy and slow from Lorton, getting over the Occoquan to 123. And northbound 28 at last reported Sterling Boulevard still had the crash on the left side. And Arlington Boulevard westbound at Irving Street, there was a crash along the left side of the roadway as well. 123 southbound is still blocked at Kirby Road. The remnants of the car fire and the fuel spill still being cleaned up. So there's a backup on the northbound George Washington Parkway getting to the ramp. In Maryland on 301 northbound at Missouri Avenue, the crash remains. And 202 southbound in Landover at the Beltway. Did have a crash there. They believe they may have uh, uh, still be working on that and getting by by squeezing to the right. Outer Loop near 450, just after 450. There was debris in the center of the roadway. That may still be a problem. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway doing all right. We still have some delays on the inner loop through Bethesda and Silver Spring, but that is starting to ease up now. Bob Inler, WTLB Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast, Ryan Miller. High pressure, that's going to keep the region clear and cool and actually cold by tomorrow morning. We're going to see lows because of the clear conditions and a lack of wind into the 30s area-wide when you wake up tomorrow morning. So bundle up on the way to work and school. We'll see sunshine, though, once again. Tomorrow's high temperatures will be in the middle to upper 60s. In a few spots, we could get close to 70 on Thursday. It looks like we'll see sunshine Thursday morning, clouds in the afternoon, a mild day, and staying mild heading into Friday. We're going to keep tracking, though, what will become Hurricane Nicole. As it impacts Florida, it will start to move our way towards the north. We're not expecting hurricane conditions in any way, shape, or form. Nevertheless, rainfall from this system will be impacting the region here throughout your day on Friday. We'll see some gusty conditions as well at times. The rain, though, looks like it comes to an end early Saturday morning. I'm Storm Team 4, Media Meteorologist Ryan Miller. 48 in Rockville. It's 52 in Ashburn. 47 in District Heights. Look for lows tonight in the 30s. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. What the big CBS News exit poll is saying about what's been on all of our minds as we went to vote today. And some early results straight ahead on your election source. WTOP 721. Women's leadership is elevating our world, and Innova is a leader in elevating women's health care. Innova Fairfax Hospital is ranked top 10 in the nation for obstetrics and gynecology by U.S. News & World Report. We are committed to putting women first. Our team listens to what matters most to you, from childbirth options and high-risk maternity care to pelvic floor health, surgery, and cancer treatment. Experience elevated women's care at Innova. Explore innova.org slash women first. When it came to the massive task of counting 335 million people for the 2020 census, the U.S. government turned to T-Rex. T-Rex continues to take on large-scale cloud transitions with AWS to meet and exceed the government's needs. T-Rex and AWS understand the complexities agencies face when making cloud migration and data security decisions, which is why as an AWS partner, T-Rex continues to grow rapidly. Learn more at trexsolutionsllc.com. trexsolutionsllc.com. My name is Tanya. I'm 36 and I'm married to a union insulator with Local 24. When my partner joined the insulators, we were about to have our first baby. I cannot believe our entire family's health care was fully provided by their employer. We save thousands in medical costs as part of Local 24. The union changed our lives. It could change yours, too. To apply for apprenticeship or join with past experience, go to insulators24.org. 722. Keep it right here. Stay with WTOP News for the latest midterm results. 
CBS News special report, Campaign 2022, America Decides. The polls have closed in six states so far on this election night. Georgia, Indiana, Kentucky, South Carolina, Vermont, and Virginia. A key race in Georgia could determine which party controls the U.S. Senate. I'm Jim Crisul in Atlanta. The high-profile race between incumbent Democratic U.S. Senator Raphael Warnock and Republican challenger Herschel Walker is thought to be so close. There's already talk of the possibility of a December 6th runoff election. Warnock has told voters Walker is unfit for Capitol Hill. Walker has cast Warnock as a rubber stamp for President Joe Biden and Democrats. CBS's Jerika Duncan is in Philadelphia. Senate race here in Pennsylvania is a key race. A lot of people looking at this because it also could be the determining factor of who has power in the Senate. Democratic Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman faces Republican Dr. Mehmet Oz in Pennsylvania. CBS News pollster Monica McDermott says the overall mood of voters is negative on this election day. 73% are dissatisfied or angry with the way the country is going right now. These are the highest numbers we've seen since the 2008 election. Some of this is no doubt due to the economy. Some of it might be due to the condition we're facing in our democracy right now. Polls will close soon in North Carolina, Ohio, and in West Virginia. CBS News Special Report. I'm Linda Kenyon. We've got some Senate results already. Uh, I think this would qualify as the low-hanging fruit, the unsurprising results. But Republican Tim Scott is projected to win re-election to the U.S. Senate from South Carolina. Then Democrat Peter Welch, he's projected to win uh, another uh, six years as a U.S. Senator from Vermont. A couple more here. Actually, just one more. Republican Rand Paul winning re-election to the U.S. Senate from Kentucky. Also still waiting for some results out of Virginia. These uh, contested congressional races. And a lot more uh, update, of course, many more updates and analysis for you on your election source, WTOP. Other news this evening, another arrest has been made in the murder of a D.C. teenager. The latest suspect is just 13 years old. The 13-year-old is from Northeast. He's being charged for the murder of 15-year-old Andre Robertson Jr. in mid-October. Robertson was sitting on a porch a few short blocks from Kelly Miller Middle School when he was shot. The shooting happened as dozens of kids were getting off a school bus nearby. Last Friday, another teen was arrested as well. After Robertson was killed, police said they were looking for three suspects who drove up to the house, jumped out of a car, and started firing. Robertson's father was killed in the same neighborhood only about a year before. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. And there is a winner in the $2 billion Powerball jackpot, the largest in American history. A ticket was sold at Joe's Service Center. That's in Altadena, California, just northeast of Los Angeles. Those numbers are 10, 33, 41, 47, and 56. The Powerball, 10. 725 Money News at 25 and 55 with Jeff Claybaugh. The Dow rallied 334 points Tuesday. That was 1%. Lyft stock hit an all-time low Tuesday, falling 24% after quarterly numbers showed it continued to lose ground to Uber. Frontier Airlines starts BWI Marshall to Phoenix flights next week and will add Dallas-Fort Worth next spring. Grill Fish Restaurant in D.C.'s West End closes this weekend after 26 years citing rising costs and staffing challenges. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Money News is brought to you by General Dynamics IT. Join GDIT to grow your career beyond your imagination in government, defense, health, and intelligence. Evolve your world. Apply now at GDIT.com slash careers. Last-minute voters lining up in both D.C. and Maryland where the polls close in about half an hour. Folks who were in line by 7 in Virginia, presumably casting their ballots at this hour. Stay with WTOP, your election source, on this highly consequential midterm night. Stay with us. 
There's a reason Comcast Business powers more businesses than any other provider. Actually, there's a few. Comcast Business offers the fastest reliable network, the peace of mind that comes with Security Edge, helping to protect all your connected devices, and the most reliable 5G mobile network. Want me to keep going? I can. Whether your small business is starting or growing, you need... Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed plus special financing, only for a limited time. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.